Welcome to the Let's Go There podcast. I'm your host, Jen Mackey. This show is all about discovering the world one episode at a time. The travel landscape has changed massively this past year. Things are not as they used to be. My goal is to show you new and even renewed destinations you may never have considered before and do a deep dive into what is possible for your one-of-a-kind getaway. So as travel comes back and you feel safe to embark on your next adventure, you can confidently say, let's go there. Welcome to the show. Uh, Today, I am very excited to welcome Ruth Dowley. She is with uh, the Fiji Tourism Board. So Ruth, welcome to the show. Bula, that's hello and thank you for having me, Jen. I'm really excited to be here today. Awesome. Well, we have um, always talked about divine destinations and for many people that means Mexico, Caribbean, maybe some Europe. Uh, but I think now that we have had a year to really be forced to stay home and think about all of the places we'd love to go to. Um, I believe people have gotten a little more exotic on their thinking of where their next destination may be to. So Ruth, tell our listeners why we should be considering the islands of Fiji. Sure. Thanks, Jen. Um, yeah, look, during COVID, I think we've all had a, a, you know, a chance to sit back and dream about someplace that we'd much rather be. And let me tell you, if there's one place on earth I'd rather be, that's Fiji. So why, you know, why you should consider Fiji? So three main points I, I just want to make is, number one, Fiji's actually really easy to get to. So um, we're located down in the South Pacific. Uh, we're about four hours shy of Australia. So um, there, the flights, though, are overnight flights. It's only 10 hours, so from Los Angeles, and it's an easy overnight flight. You get on the Fiji Airways aircraft at LAX. The flights take off at 1130 at night, so plenty of time to get to LAX, plenty of time to have dinner and a cocktail, perhaps. You get on board the flight at 1130, you know, you have another cocktail. I do a champagne and Ambien that's technically called a Shambian. Um, But again, it's a 10-hour flight. You cross the international dateline in the middle of the night, uh, cross the equator, and the great thing is you land in Fiji the next morning at six o'clock. So uh, 6 a.m. you're through the airport at the latest by seven and you can be out on an island having champagne, more champagne, sorry, and <laughs> breakfast by nine in the morning. So again, really super easy to get to an 10 hour overnight flight from Los Angeles. So again, wake up, uh, go to sleep in hell and wake up in paradise. That's the way I say it because I live in LA. So I know these things. Anyway, the second thing about Fiji, which is fantastic that a lot of people don't know is that we've got 333 islands, only about a hundred of them are in inhabited, but we've got something for travelers of all types. So whether you're an ultra luxury traveler, whether you're more of an adventure traveler and you're looking for just some basic accommodations on the beach, um, you know, whether you're there for romance, whether you're there to surf, again, Fiji's got a little bit of something for all sorts of travelers. And we've been sort of the Hawaii for Australia and New Zealand now for you know 40 years so we've got a great infrastructure and it's really easy to get around Fiji and do all these activities so that's number two something for everybody and then number three and this is really 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 what sets Fiji apart from all other destinations 
um, and it's the people and the sense of hospitality. So um, we call it the Bula spirit. Bula, B-U-L-A, is our greeting. It means health. Uh, if you sneeze, they say Bula. Uh, so it's the Bula spirit. And when you arrive in Fiji, we don't say welcome. We say welcome home. And so once you arrive in Fiji, you become a family member and you will always be a family member. And, and I'm not exaggerating that when people leave Fiji, there's usually a lot of tears involved. And um, we know that 98% of Americans who visit Fiji say they would return at any time. So it's really someplace that leaves an impression in your heart. Um, just, it, it is such a wonderful, perfect place in the slice of the world that um, we don't see a lot of up here in North America. So anyway, those are the three things. Easy to get to, something for everybody, and incredibly transformational living culture, um, you know, and I think everything that people are looking for in a post-COVID world. Okay, that's great. Well, you had mentioned that there's something for everybody. So um, tell our listeners a little bit about what there is to do in Fiji? Sure. Um, well, a little bit of everything. So we'll start at my end of the spectrum, which is basically lying in a hammock tied between coconut trees with a glass of something in my hand. And okay. once in a while, when the hammock isn't swinging hard enough, a little Fijian will come by and push you, right? Um, wellness activities, um, massage and herbal treatments always been part of the Fijian culture. So that whole idea of wellness and just going to some place and hanging out in a pristine environment environment, surrounded by loving people, you know, that's one end of the spectrum. Um, kind of in between, there's all sorts of really great active um, opportunities for people, even for novice swimmers. You can snorkel off the beaches of most of our resorts and see some amazing coral reefs. If you're a little bit more adventuresome, scuba diving, it's a great place to learn to scuba dive. It's, it's throughout the islands. There's some really famous spots that diehard scuba divers will wanna go to, but if you just wanna go learn, go learn. Um, you, there's some great opportunities on our main island of VT Levu, where the airport is, to go inland into the interior of this island um, and see and visit living villages, people who still live traditionally as they have done for centuries, and you go up and do that. If you're super fit, you can actually take a three-day trek up into the highlands of our main island, VT Levu, and it's with, called a Talanoa Trek, and you hike up in there and actually overnight in these villages, maybe for a little bit more adventuresome client, but, but it's there. Up in the north, our second largest island up in the north, Vanua Levu, is a little bit more like Maui. It's where the rainforest meets the reef. Great opportunities up there to do some waterfall trekking, uh, you know, private island picnics everywhere you go. So Again, and then, and for the diehard surfers, some of the world's most famous surf spots are located in Fiji. So again, something all over the spectrum for everybody. So again, I like to lie in a hammock and have somebody swing me every five minutes. Um, you can also go in and dive with bull sharks and not do it in cages. So, you know, from high adrenaline to low adrenaline, there's something in between for everybody and you can mix it up too. All right, so we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll 
get into talking more about the islands of Fiji with our guest, Ruth Daly. In my debut book, Couples That Travel Won't Unravel, I reveal why travel is a secret ingredient to a long, healthy, happy relationship. Bringing over a decade of experience as a travel agent, I give it to you straight with sensible tips, hilarious recollections, and valuable insights. Part memoir and part how-to, Couples That Travel was written for the couple that lives for adventure, cultural exploration, rest and relaxation, and the deep connection that only comes when we leave our comfort zones to explore all the world has to offer. From elopements, destination weddings and honeymoons, to anniversary adventures, discover how travel can strengthen your relationship and keep the spark alive. A perfect gift for the newlywed and not so newlyweds alike. This book should be on every coffee table to get inspiration for your next vacation. Download a free sample on our website at mydivinevacation.com forward slash book or pick up your copy on Amazon today. And we're back. So is there a better time to visit Fiji than others? Um, yeah, well... <laughs> Anytime's a great time to be in Fiji, to be quite honest. But here's kind of how our, our year works. Because remember, we're in the Southern Hemisphere. So the seasons are opposite to North America. So North American summer, June, July, and August would be winter in Fiji. And that's when it's the least humid. Okay, so year round daytime temperatures are 85 to 95 at night, it goes down to 75 at overnight if it goes down to 70 they all put on their hoodies and zip them up and put the hoods on because they're cold at 70 degrees. Anyway, um, what, what fluctuates is the humidity so June, July and August are the low humidity months. It's also our peak season because that's when all the Australians and the Kiwis come up for their winter holidays right because it's cold in Australia and New Zealand at that time. So mm -hmm. they come up to Fiji. So great time to visit, but it's going to be the most crowded and the most expensive. Okay. So on the opposite side of that, January, February, March, which is when a lot of people are heading to Australia and New Zealand to visit, mm -hmm. it's a great time to be in Fiji, but just a warning, it's going to be the most humid time of year. So I have no problem going during the humidity. You're just wearing a bathing suit anyway. And if you get a rain shower in the afternoon, you just jump in the swimming pool. And that's why they put those little umbrellas on your cocktails so that the rain doesn't water down your cocktail. Um, so what I suggest to people is really kind of that the, the sweet spots for Fiji would be like March, April, May, our okay. spring, okay? That's fall in Fiji. And then again, like September, October, November, going into December before the holidays when it gets busy. Um, I have a little tradition, my family and I, we go to Fiji every year for Thanksgiving. It is a perfect time to be there. It's getting warmer and more humid, but it's still very temperate. And that, you know, the Aussies and Kiwis don't know what Thanksgiving is. So it's empty and the pricing is amazing. So, you know, God willing, we're going this year for Thanksgiving. Nice. Well, you know, speaking of pricing, we've really seen an uptick in uh, prices. They just keep skyrocketing. It seems like every time we look, they're getting higher and higher and the availability is dwindling so fast. So, you know, people always ask me, when's the best time to book a vacation? And I say yesterday, right? Especially right. In, in today's climate. But 
Um, are there any specials or promotions going on right now that we should be aware of? I mean, other than what you just said, you know, book for yeah. our holidays because they don't know. Um, yeah. There's no special rates per se. Um, is there is there anything that that our listeners should should know about, or is it basically just book as far in advance as you can? Yeah, well, our our borders are still closed, um, and we're not sure when we'll reopen. But you know, God willing, as we say in Fiji, by Thanksgiving, right, um, and certainly by January 2022. So, um, just this weekend, one of our top romance resorts out in the Mamanutha Islands, which are the 26 islands that lie off just west off the coast of Itilevu. Um, it's a little uh, resort called Lomani, which actually means like love in Fijian. Um, and they put out five nights um, for two people, room and all meals, three meals a day for two people for $1,500. Wow. So great deal. And that's for travel through dates for 2023. So I would just say, you know, as we kind of get closer to a reopening, again, I don't have a date yet. That's all in the hands of, of our government. But um, I know in speaking to the Fijian hoteliers that most of them are actually holding their 2019 contracted rates. So, you know, Fiji needs to get people back into the country. And I think we're going to make every effort to do that. So I would fully expect some amazing deals going down to Fiji and, you know, some great opportunities too, as Australia and New Zealand open up and the whole South Pacific is trying to recover and regain its, its slice of the, the global pie. Um, there's going to be some great deals. And I, you know, while, while Fiji is worth two weeks, three weeks on its own, mm-hmm. if we could. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're thinking about Australia or New Zealand, it's also a great place to stop over on your way home or on your way down or both. Right. Um, so yeah, think, you know, we're, we're excited and I think there's going to be some really good deals and great pricing going down to the South Pacific as, as we're able to open up. All right. So do you have a funny travel story that you'd like to share with our listeners? Maybe it was on our recent trip to Fiji. Maybe it was of somebody that you heard uh, that went to Fiji. I've been in the travel industry a long time, and I actually I actually started out as a Contiki tour manager. So I don't know if you know Contiki yeah, holidays. Of course. Um, yeah. So I started out as a Contiki tour manager. So whenever somebody asks me for a funny travel story, I think. Mm, what rating is this? I think you you would find, it, you know, if I can tell not like kind of a funny travel story, but more of a touching travel story, and it has to do with Fiji, and it just kind of speaks to the whole experience. Um, uh, three years ago, we took my mom, who's no longer with us, but we took her down to Fiji to celebrate her 90th birthday. Wow. So there were 15 of us, and we went down, and we spent three nights Uh, at a resort. And then we went off and did a four night cruise through the islands. It was just amazing. And um, trust me, a 90 year old in Fiji is a bit of a novelty. So everybody made a really big deal about my mom and then, but my mom, Betty, sweet thing that she is, she didn't have the heart to tell people that she didn't like the food. It was just, it was too exotic for her. So she didn't say anything and she didn't eat for a couple days. So long story short, she ended up having to, we, we docked back on the mainland on a Friday and she, I took her to the hospital, to the clinic, 
um, you know, just to have her checked out. So we spent a couple hours there. She uh, had all the tests done, met this lovely doctor, Dr. Sai, took care of her. He presented us with the bill at the end of the stay and he apologized because it was 200 US dollars. And, you know, oh my God. And I was like, Dr. Sai, please don't worry, honey, don't worry. So anyway, he said, Ruth, I really don't want your mom to fly for 48 hours. Her, her white blood cells aren't high enough, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I'm in marketing, not medicine. So he said, but I don't want her to have to come into town every day to see me. So I'll come out to your resort tomorrow and on Sunday to visit your mom. And I said, Dr. Sai, thank you so much. And he said, tomorrow I've got soccer, soccer so I'll come after soccer. Okay. So about one o'clock, he knocks on her door. He's in his little soccer outfit, you know, t-shirt, shorts, the whole bit. And he comes in and he spends an hour and a half with my mom just wow. talking to her, talking to her about her life and her children and growing up. I mean, it, it was just amazing, you know, particularly after spending time in an American medical system. So he says, right. Betty, tomorrow I'll come back, but I'm going to church first. So I'll see you after church. So that's fine. So the next day at about one o'clock, knock on the door and it's Dr. Sai. I'm here to see Betty. So he comes in and he says, I brought you a surprise. And he had brought the church choir with him and oh they were my. standing outside of the balcony of our room and they stood there and they sang about four songs for my mom for about 20 minutes much to her delight because she stood on the balcony and waved like the queen that she thought she was but also to the delight of all the other um guests at the at the weston resort so wow. it, it's just amazing and that's sort of the connection you make in fiji and i'll tell you the end of this story is when my mom passed away she asked me to take her glasses and her hearing aids to Dr. Sai, and I did. And I ran into him in December of 2019, last time I was down, and he said that his mother was wearing my mom's eyeglasses and that they had fitted the hearing aids for a woman in his village. So wow. the thought that my mom's eyes and ears are in Fiji would absolutely delight her. And again, a completely happy story as I tell it, but that again is the sort of connection that you will make in Fiji. And, um, you know, a lot of people ask me, Tahiti or Fiji, what's the difference? I'll be really honest, Tahiti is something magnificent for your eyes, but Fiji is something that you carry forever in your heart and soul. Wow, what an incredible story. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh, you're welcome. And, and you do, you find there's Australians and Kiwi families who go back to the same resort in Fiji year after year. And, you know, children are taking their children and, and there's just multi-generational histories um, that happen in Fiji. And, you know, American families are just starting to discover the, the wonderful experiences that children can have um, in Fiji. Uh, that's another thing about Fijians. They love children. There's a saying that in Fiji, a child's feet never touch the ground. And for families looking for some place to go that is exceptional, uh, again, highly recommend Fiji. Excellent. Well, Ruth, it was so great to chat with you today about the island of Fiji and the islands, I should say, of, of Fiji. If you've been inspired to begin planning your next divine destination, we'd love to help. I invite you to book a 15-minute discovery call at www.bookacallwithgen.com where you can share your vacation dreams and we can bring them to life. So all you have to do is pack your bags. Visit us online at bookacallwithjen.com.
Like what you heard today? I'd love it if you would rate and review our podcast. In a hurry? Hit the subscribe button and never miss another episode. Join us next time when we discover another vacation destination that'll have you saying, let's go there.